Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. We're going to talk to the future of food, the future at least in Lexington. Sullivan University, uh, a couple of students are, are almost done with their with their education and now on to their careers. Angel and Emmanuel are with us to talk about what's going on at Sullivan, right, Sylvia? That's correct. That's correct. And I'm going to first of all ask Norma, our super sleuth woman on the street, uh, trying to find out everything she can about food. And she is the one who digs into Sullivan, our wonderful sponsor, uh, and really knows her. She also knows her stuff. She, like, cooks. Uh, I don't, <laughs> as we all well know. So she knows what she's looking for. So Norma... Why don't you tell us about this little project that we started last year? So this is the second annual, right? That's right, it is. And we last year, so we had uh, our chef's challenge, which we had one Sullivan student, and she went to the Chevy Chase Farmers Market, which is doing it again this year. Or oh, really, yeah, we're thrilled thrilled to have them with us again, and. Uh, Instead of going around and picking out what she wanted, uh, she had to take what they gave her and oh. create a meal with it. Oh, and it was a great meal. And wasn't it a good meal? Remember? Oh, it was awesome. So we're doing the same thing this year, except we've upped the ante. This year it is a competition. So we have Angel and Emmanuel, and they are each doing a meal, and they're competing, and we get to eat. <laughs> are you guys a competition? A friendly rival? You guys look too friendly. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I usually oh. see these guys squaring up with knives or chef clothes. <laughs> yeah. And, but, so okay. are they going to get the same ingredients? They'll get the same ingredients, and then, um, but but the, the people at the farmer's market, the vendors, get to pick out what they give them. They don't okay. get to pick. So that's that's the fun of it. Then they have to go back and create well, a meal. It was magical last year, if you remember. Oh. The food was so good. It and then creative, of course, too. What's also cool is where they all end up. I mean, one of them, um, Asha Warren. Asha is Did you Bla- make that happen? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> Asha's at Blackberry Farms in Wellington, Tennessee. Which is like which the is uh, like pinnacle of success. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's good. And um, Kylie loved, uh, went to Disney. She's uh, wow. one of the restaurants at wow. Disney. Yeah, so. All right. So, so uh, yeah, so those great so, things. So, so let's, uh, let's take it away. And, take it away. And this will happen uh, like. This like, is, it's going to be the middle of July. We're cooking on the 14th, so, of July, so. At Sullivan. At Sullivan. And we're, we'll be the back over. Their magnificent kitchen. Their magnificent kitchen. We'll be back over there. Yes, and we'll actually have some judges this year too, which will ooh, be fun. Ooh, yeah, ooh, besides yeah. us, because you know we like we well, like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll actually have some judges, and that'll be a lot of fun. So, I guys, chefs, I'm working on those. Okay. We got another strategy. How are you going to approach this competition? You've got yeah, what, what you, two what weeks to go and look around the farmers market to know what's coming in. <laughs> To know what's hitting the produce. So any, any, are you guys going to go down there and scope it out or just kind of go in there full force and not know what's what's coming at you? Oh, I'm definitely planning on scoping it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are there any ingredients you're hoping for? Oh, let me ask you this. Are there any ingredients you're hoping not to get? Is there anything you guys don't like working mm. with? Squash. Squash. <laughs> like, like summer squash or? Why? Like, Why? Tell us about that. I don't like the texture of it. Right? I'm with no. you. <laughs> Actually, I don't like squash either. Uh-oh. Really? I never confess that to you, Chef. You know, and he's not half wrong. You know, if, you, if he's not talking about the soft summer squashes, you know, zucchini and, and yellow squash and things like that, you're talking into kind of hard shell spaghetti squash and some of your, your winter and fall squashes, butternuts and acorns. When you're in a competition, right off the bat, you've got extra minutes breaking those down and trying to get to the meat of them because it's a lot of prep work yeah, involved. Sure. And there's no real quick way to cook it. I'm sure you're timed on this competition, yeah. too. 
And it's like, I don't know, like zucchini, uh, oh, yellow squash. They they had no flavor. I no, know people they love don't. them and they're I great. Disagree. They have no and flavor. And they're kind of. I kind of disagree flavor. with that too. You think so? <laughs> I just, like, you can, especially during like the fall time, like the amount of flavor you can actually like put into it. And then you mean you like a pair it up with? You mean like a winter squash or like a like a uh, yellow? Like a, a, you're talking about yellow squash or like a like a winter squash? Um, like the kind like uh you know like a the, yellow thing like yeah like an acorn ones. squash That's a butternut I, squash those are those are good those are you know the fall flavors yeah. but like zucchini I can't uh, mm. zucchini is mm. I don't get it mm. I don't understand it <laughs> well I mean it's just the essence of, I, all right so around here we're used to taking that squash. Or zucchini and all this summer stuff coming in, julienne and some onions, steaming it all to death, hanging it out to dry and let it drip, and then you make a casserole out of it, which is you know you sure. throw a mayonnaise or butter and cheese on it. That's what we do in the yeah. south. Yeah, right. But and yeah, that then you have mushy. Right. It just takes on the flavor of whatever you put on it. Your bechamel, well, or your mornay, your sauce yeah. creme, or whatever cheese you have in there. But you know, if you take a nice summer squash like that, lightly julienne it, don't cook it at all. You know, a little salt, peppers, a little bit of acid, a little bit of oil. Then that kind of raw preparation will marinate, break down. It's almost like the cooking process. And you taste it. Just Chef, what are those nice um, uh, those things that Joyce Penson brings up from time to time? Are those Kushaw. squash? Kushas. Are those squashes? Yeah, it's a it's a okay. it's an heirloom squash. You know, it's more like the. Uh, Kind of, yeah. It's it, yeah. we all we talked about this. The original pumpkin pie from the settlers. It was an actual round pumpkin. It was a you know big old uh, kushal squash. Mm-hmm. Was native to the Appalachian area. Custard like texture in the center, like a sweet potato almost. Uh, a little bit, f- oh, little okay. bit firmer okay. though, and they have yeah just buttery goodness. Tell us about your education, because we love Sullivan and we think it's just the cat's meow. I mean, we ought to be encouraging more people to do that. So tell us, each of you, your experience. Uh. Well, I love Sullivan, and I'm so glad that I chose to go there. I wasn't really planning on doing really? culinary school, but it really brought me out of my shell. Why? I mean, what, what well, was your process? Well, just like the chefs. They're amazing there, and they communicate with you. And, like, I've learned so many technical things. Like, I would have never been able to work out in the industry, but now I've got it. But why did you, like, were you... Um, in another line of work or in school oh, and you just yeah. suddenly decided I was actually a biochem major before <gasps> I decided to That's go good there. with food, isn't it? Yeah. I love the science behind it. And so I chose to do culinary. I like how you said it brought you out of your shell because, you know, one thing you learn in the real world versus, you know, even the kitchen environment Sullivan puts together, they can really simulate that kind of intense environment and the expectations from a chef or your managers. Um, you know, the kitchen's no place for the weary. It's really, you know, you yeah. really got to come out and stand and, up for yourself. And you've talked a lot about the science, uh, just of putting things together, like my lumpy lemon pudding didn't work because I didn't follow the science, right? I l- love that geeked out kind of out and brown part of it. You know, the, the food science mm-hmm. aspect that, you know, there's so many cool technical together. books you can get, yeah. you know, kitchen science for one, you know, kind of like a, a manual, but I kind of gravitate towards you. I like to understand why things happen yes. in along the process. Um, and culinary school is, especially like Sullivan, that's kind of what separates, you know, you mm-hmm. from a person on the street or an experienced cook is real the, the technical knowledge of, sure. you know, what chemical reactions, what heat changes are actually happening in the pan and why. So. Yeah. Emmanuel, uh, is it Emanuela? Emmanuel. Emmanuel, can you tell us about your experience? Um, I think my experience is mostly with the chefs. I love coming in on Fridays and just like 
having that separate like um, having that separate education other than like this quarter we did international, but I can go in and if I want to learn more about like the baking process, mm-hmm. I could go inside the baking lab on Fridays and just uh, work yeah. on my work on the things I'm because it's do. tough to do it in your. I mean, honestly, it's tough to do it in your own house because a the equipment's different, but also you can buy a ton of ingredients. <laughs> Like especially if you're gonna bake, you can't bake a little bit. You got if you're gonna yeah. learn, if you're gonna practice baking, you really do it in a lab where you can really get your hands dirty. Yeah, where did you come from? What caused you to go to culinary school at Saltman? Definitely my mom and her um, her friend. Like, really? Yeah, my mom's a baker. She has her own business, and her friend um, does a lot of catering, uh-huh. and they kind of mesh together. So I got a little experience into that, and I just wanted to know more and about how to do that. Is it, is it weird go, coming into the culinary field now? Like you're, you're coming in at a time when there's never been a bigger demand for people with your skill set. Like there's, there's literally none of people. Are you are you kind of overwhelmed by, by people going, even Jeremy off the air, when can you work? You want to work? You want to work? I got a job. You want a job? Yeah, I turned to the radio interview into a job interview. Yeah, 100%. Is it, is it, is it weird? Because honestly, you're, you're kind of in demand right now, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many opportunities in the culinary world, like it's never ending. And that's why I chose it. So I like that aspect. You, you you're wanted. You're in demand. You want. Yeah, well, people are actively looking for yeah. you. Where will you end up? What's your ambition, first oh, of all? You. I have so many ideas. When I get out of school, I want to like experience as much as I can and work in a bunch of different places. And I plan on traveling and experiencing other food cultures and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you could probably in this job market hop around and find jobs in those several yeah. markets. Yeah. How about Emmanuel? I definitely want to do. Um, I want to become a pastry chef, oh. and sooner or later open up my own like cafe and just make food for fun. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Here uh, in Lexington, or I don't know yet. Okay. I like it when young chefs want to open their own place. It seems to be, you know, a common ambition, but I just know in the long run, wherever they land, it's going to be much more delicious there because, you know, whenever you see a corporate chain open up, it's like, oh, I cool, whatever. But, you know, new independent business, new independent chef driven restaurants are exciting. They kind of create that heartbeat and the draw to your city. What advice do you give to a young chef that says they want to open their own place? Um, well, I think it's a combination of bo- what both of you guys are doing. Uh, traveling is definitely good. Uh, I find that there's a lot of a lot of passion and ambition behind the chefs that have seen a lot of different cuisines from a lot of different areas and a lot of different restaurants. They just bring a whole lot of diversity to the table, and they've mm-hmm. seen a thousand ways to skin the same cat um, and just a lot of ways to utilize ingredients. Uh, don't open a business for at least, I'd say, a good mm-hmm. 10 years. You know, you get you need to, well, to really fully understand right. all aspects of the business. Including the business, right? And you know, your job eventually will be ninety percent business and ten percent cooking. So you need to learn the ten percent really, really well, and then dive in and master the business part before you uh, dive in. Like just your profitability and bottom line has to be paramount at the beginning, or else you can't make great things happen or great food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about like what you guys like? What kind of food do you want to cook? Is uh, when you go into culinary school, do you go into it with an idea like I want to cook French food? Like you have a background in French classical, right? That's kind of your French classical is kind of where, what you were taught. And but you go in and going, you know, I want to cook the food of like my family's Russian. I want to cook Russian food. I want to cook Italian food. How, how do you decide? Or you just do you just kind of just want to cook in general? Yeah. Or do is you there, have favorite right now? Yeah. 
Well, when I first went in, I was really into like the Italian cooking and pastas and making sausages and stuff like that. But now I really love Asian cooking, like the styles and the methods and the use of different flavors and bringing it all together. It feels like Asian is one of those things that people always, people who grew up in the, you know, in America always seem to gravitate to because it's such a different flavor. Wonder what it is. Wonder what it is. It's so different than the flavor flavor profiles we grew up with, right? Because our flavors are much different than the. Yeah, maybe just being. Like Thai food could be not be more different than American food. There's a lot of mystique behind it. One, the ingredients are different. You know, period. They just they eat a whole different slew of vegetables. You know, a lot of them are very similar, but mm-hmm. but they are different. You know, even Chinese broccoli is going to be much more like a broccoli rob than say our normal yeah. florette. But you know, and also when it comes down to the way they layer and stratify sauces uh, and their ingredients, a lot of their condiments and things took months of preparation to get to a certain point. Whereas, you know, a French chef is going to build something from scratch and raw ingredients. So I think it's mysterious when you learn the, the magics of oyster sauce or plum sauce. These are foundational ingredients like onions and garlic. Like it's a set thing. But what is inside the plum sauce and how do you make that? It, and and the, all the work and time that uh, went in to bring it to one point so it finishes quickly. I think the Asian preparations are usually a la minute and very quick. And it's Whereas not, your French cooking and is hours and long right? preparation. Not monolithic because you've got all kinds of different Asian flavors, oh, right? Yeah, it's just so many, so many regions, so many styles. It, it's either, you know you talk about Italian or Asian; these are all lifelong projects to learn just one of them, you know, yeah. and to master. Uh, you know, all the regions, uh, you know, taking on a little bit of every cuisine across the world, I think is what chefs do nowadays. It's kind of that, that fusion experience where you kind of can pick and choose and bring in all the, the you know, American melting pot plate. Because we can, you know, in, in, in the U.S., we, we can kind of jive up all those mm-hmm. different styles and put on the same plate and people love it. Um, whereas, you know, if you're going to China, you want to eat Chinese food, right? But yeah. My advice is no matter what you cook, it all can go into taco. <laughs> anything can be taco-fied. You can literally taco-fy anything, and it's delicious. No one's ever been like, that taco is awful. Everyone's like, even the worst taco you ate was like, eh, it's still pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. It's the flavor's yeah. all mixed together. When in doubt, you shove it in a tortilla, call it a taco, call it deconstructed, <laughs> you're fine. Emmanuel, what about you? What's your favorite thing to cook? You're a pastry chef, right? I I know that, like I say, I say I want to go into pastries, but I also want to, like, um, dabble with like street food and kind um, of like uh-huh. long uh, rustic dishes like stews or like um, euros stuff like that like mm-hmm. I really like Mediterranean food and Cajun food that's good so those I mean, these are like this is people's food this is stuff that you Mediterranean know, is approachable to I think that's a neat Kind of Mediterranean Cajun would be a great combo. Honestly, that would be a great combo. Something new. Well, because there's rice in both those cuisines, so you can put anything over rice, and right. Yeah, and then put it in a taco. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, so lamb gumbo. Why not? (laughs) Literally, why not? You know what's so funny is when we were growing up, we these options weren't available for us. Like euro, right? And no one even thought like I'm going to open up a street food cart. And like if I told my mom at 15, but mom, I'm going to open a street food cart, she would have like just smacked me because that would be a hot dog cart. That was the only cart out there. Well, imagine being my age. Yeah. Now you're like, yeah, "Yeah, my kid's going to own a street food cart. That's a pretty big deal. Like that's. That's a cool thing, or a food truck, you know. I like, love that. that's a cool thing that that, yeah. that you guys have more options now than we did because like, it just wasn't a thing. And I guess the Sullivan education just exposes you to all of that, right? Because you just finished the international. 
-hmm. And that uh, consists of, I would say, learning to cook international foods, right? I mean, is it segmented into different kinds of international places? Each week we went to a different region. Where was your favorite? Uh, My favorite was actually Thailand. Thailand, oh. yeah, yeah, that's like a, a combo, like a flavor combo. Like, what you have like sweet, salty, savory, sour, literally mm-hmm. in every bite. It's so yeah. different than what you would like American cuisine, where it's we're more one note, right? It hits all the compass points of sour, salty, sour, bitter, umami. I mean, it's just you know, the sweet, salty, umami stuff always wins. There's just so much. So much flavor in that cuisine. Then why do we love like a thing like fried chicken, which is like still my favorite food, where it hit, it hits almost none of those, right? Salt and fat. Okay, yeah. that's why. <laughs> and crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder why, like, when you look at a complex cuisine like like Thai food, and it, you said it, everything has everything. so much, but then you look at American food, like comfort food, it's like fried chicken and mashed potatoes. Oh, you, yeah. you can't oh, beat yeah. it oh, yeah. because I don't because you don't have to think about it, right? You just eat it like where you it's, eat. It's good too. <laughs> like a really complex food, you think about yeah, it. Like this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. really complex. But occasionally, comfort. That's what comfort food. Yeah, is. Like easy, meatloaf. Easy it, you don't have to think about meatloaf. It's yeah, just yeah. Emmanuel, uh, what was your favorite of um, the international? It was definitely. It was definitely Caribbean, like yeah. around that area. Again, like See, a complex, lot, a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to like in my head. Ma- like figure out their matchup and their your, their cook off here because it looks like you know the way I see it with the ingredients coming in right now I know what I know what's down there I know everything that's down at that farmer's market and I'm thinking yeah. we're gonna see a battle off with some more kind of you know Latin tropical kind of things going on with him and then for you you got all these local veggies coming in it may be time to just kind of go all pasta and like do the the medley of all <laughs> the things sauce, oh yeah sauce there's plenty of stomach sauce with I, don't don't weird. Like, I don't want I don't want any like Rocky Mountain oysters <laughs> or anything like that you know I don't no. want any innards or Rocky Mountain oysters or offal I know that was a big thing for a while I don't oh, I don't no, no, no. I don't want to eat any guts that was about the yeah, same time that they put an egg on everything yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Egg like, on it's, everything. it's just pork and it's just pigs and chickens for everything years. was stacked into a cylinder and compressed and everything yeah, yeah everything trash was super can high. nachos yeah 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 egg on it and then a uh, pork yeah. broth oh, yeah man. well uh, emmanuel and uh, angel thank you guys so much check yeah. out sullivan.edu uh for all of you're thinking about it go check out sullivan.edu and we'll see you guys on uh, july 14th right july 14th for the cook-off uh. July, somewhere around there. Somewhere in there. So I yeah, and yeah obviously we'll post the results and everything on Facebook. So thank you guys so much for coming in, man. Great talking to you guys. Thanks for having us. All right, back All right. in a moment. It's food thank news you. and choose radio. July 14th.